Welcome to Romance with a Cocktail. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married! <laughs> Why are you laughing I already? I just had some giggles <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> it is, Maybe, a, re- it is a ridiculous way to I, start a podcast. I, That's I, true. I mean, I think it was genius, actually. I think um, it's because the sun is out. And it's the sun is out. It makes me just feel a little more like what is going on you are just just throwing me off crazy but we can do it doing a podcast during the daytime (laughs) i mean in the middle of the afternoon oh my goodness i know that is crazy crazy and before we get started i feel like we should say that this is the first we're doing our podcast and we had our first argument about the podcast this week we did what did we argue about um, because I have been getting frustrated that you don't like the books instead of just being open to the experience. I didn't think it was a fight. Well, well, I didn't call it a fight. It was just a little disagreement. Yes. And so I decided I need to just be open to that. And it's okay if I like something and you don't. Right. That's the whole point is that we just talk about it uh-huh. instead of me getting defensive if you don't like something. Yeah, and telling me I'm going to have to pick the romance novels. Like, well, I think that would be fine. That's, but, that's fine. I will pick some eventually, but like, there's no... I mean, I could easily pick the same ones you picked and just not like them. Uh, I could pick my own and I like them. It's true. I mean, you that could. is a perfectly uh, reasonable thing that could happen. Exactly. But I, I was feeling sensitive. Mm. So... I should just be open because that's part of reading. You pick a book, you don't like it. Yeah. And I might like a book and you might not. And you might like a book and I'll be like, why do you like that book? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to be much, much more open. That is true. It did happen. Yeah. With Always Be My Duchess. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's not like you disliked it. No, I didn't. But it, I definitely wouldn't have said I had strong positive feelings. Definitely would have gotten upset if it... If uh, you got upset that I said it was better than that other Duchess one. No, better than um, Claypus. Better yeah. than Devil in Winter. Oof. Yeah, that was harsh. I will not forget that. Yeah, you won't. That's so, pretty tough. But what are we reading today? Um, Today we're reading, what is it? Do I Know You? What's it called? Yes, Do I Know You. Yeah. It's writ- written by two people. Yes. Uh, Emily Wibberley. And Austin Sigmund um, Broca? Yes, they're a married couple. Right. They transitioned from writing young adult novels to adult novels. They were high school sweethearts. Oh, did you look it up? I just, I meant, right before we started. I meant I to, and then we're starting early, so I like, was just kind of ran upstairs, yeah. and I'm supposed to jump right in. He went to Harvard, she went to Princeton, but they stayed together. Isn't that beautiful? Or maybe they stayed or together. Or they, got, know. they or ended they... up together, whether they stayed together the whole time yeah. or not. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Which is unlike us. We didn't stay together. No, but no. we stayed connected. Yeah. And we were high school sweethearts. We were faded mates, if you will. We were. <laughs> <laughs> From right when you sat behind me for the first time in history class. In European history. That was... We were meant to be. That's right. And for drinking, we had it looks like grape soda. It's only because there's blue food coloring in one of the ingredients. Oh, interesting. It's pretty good. Just tastes like fruit. Of course you would like it. It Tastes like 
Sugar. Even though I put plenty of bitters in there, it still doesn't matter. Bitters are supposed to make you slow down, you know, when you're are drinking. They? That's oh. why you want bitter, because you don't want to gulp. You don't want fruit juice. Right, this because tastes like it, fruit juice. it does. That's what I was going to say. This tastes very fruity. Like, it doesn't really taste this like This is that a Mai Tai. Well. I, I don't know that I've ever had a Mai Tai. What is a Mai Tai? Mai Tai is a rum drink that was inspired by uh, Tahiti, I guess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Pacific. It's a very, it's a California drink. So I was thinking, you know, this is California. Yeah. I looked up California cocktails. Um, it seemed, I, you know, it was between this and some sort of tequila drink. It okay. seemed um, logical. There was a, um, uh, there, what is it? A, it, it's sort of like a martini drink. It's a lemon drop. Mm-hmm. And that's. That was uh, invented in Oakland, but I felt like that was too far north for us to really. Yeah, that, this not is quite a Southern right. California yeah. okay. novel. So I went with the Mai Tai. Yeah, Davina loves it, lemon drop. That's this, her there was a, and, and Mai Tais are actually a little bit complicated, believe oh, it or not. Okay. There's a lot of ingredients that go into a Mai Tai. And well, so, I would imagine because they're more like a fruity cocktail. Like right. I think of them as like, yeah, vacation drink. Well, there were lots of cocktails featured in this because they went to her. Like all inclusive. That's resorts. what I mean. That's and what... they, and they talked about cocktails like multiple times throughout, mm-hmm. and so. Uh, but they didn't really specify. They didn't no, really say what it was the more like they were, were just ordering them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's pretty good. I mean, again, yeah. I've never had one. It's very fruity, mm-hmm. easy to drink. Yep. All right, so let's get started with our book. Yeah, Do let's I know get you. Well, since I started last time, it's your turn to start. Well, I'll just say that I chose this book because I thought it was interesting. Not only does it feature a married couple, but it's written by a married couple. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, most romance novels stop at getting married. Or they have a two-page epilogue where they where are married and they have a child or they are off on an adventure or whatever, depending on the context. And so they don't really deal with, like, a lot of hard stuff. Or like what being married really is mm-hmm. and what it means. And so I thought, oh, well, it'll be kind of interesting to read a romance novel with people that already know each other and that are already married. So they've mm-hmm. done all of the stuff that's usually featured in romance novels. So I thought that might just be like an interesting context for us. Did it deliver? Well, I, you know, I did enjoy the book. Mm-hmm. And I thought like uh, the point about being married and that – it's it's not like you get married and all the work is done. Mm-hmm. Like you keep working at it mm-hmm. and that you keep connecting and you have to keep finding ways to do that mm-hmm. mattered. So I enjoyed it. It was fine. I mean, I'm not going to say it's like going to be in my top 10 list, but I still thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now share, because I haven't talked to you since you were about 50% of the way done. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, I... I suspect that they wrote it, the the woman wrote the woman's part and the man wrote the man's part. It may not be true, but I suspect that's how they wrote it. I know. I wanted to look and see if they had ever talked about who wrote what, but I didn't didn't do it and don't yeah. know if they have. I think it's complicated by the fact that they are also a married couple. hmm And, you know, you want to write something... Uh, if you're writing a romance novel together, I mean, 
it said on their site when I went to their website that they take inspiration from their own romance. Yeah, yeah I would think so. You wouldn't want to write something that threw that romance off, would you? No, you would not. So I wonder how forthright the man writing this was. I'm left suspecting maybe he wrote some things knowing that the audience is mostly women and that ultimately his wife is the first proofreader of what he writes. Yeah, but they're and they composing have to, together. And they have to they're back agree. and forth. Um, I, I get that. I just don't think it was written for men. I think. Okay. I mean, but that's fair. But it was written by a man, partly. It was written by a man for a woman and primarily for his own wife. So I wonder how forthright he was with uh, his own feelings during times like. Uh, he, he sounded. Really pathetic. <laughs> he created a pathetic <laughs> I character. I can think that. And I think that just the easiest thing to do is to take the blame all on yourself and be like, oh, it's just me. I've got a self-esteem problem. But I didn't think that that was true. I didn't think he took it all. He was taking it all. And then he realized that she was also part of the problem because she wasn't sharing with him and she wasn't talking with him. And right. he left. Because he was like, no, this isn't enough. Right. So, and so he, he did. So grant that those are like complementary pathologies, as we've often discussed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who does not want to be vulnerable or open up. Mm-hmm. And somebody who doesn't feel like they're worthy of the other person. I could see how those two would complement and exacerbate at the yeah. same time. So like... um. Actually, I don't know how they would complement. I see how they would exacerbate each other, and so that maybe causes tension, but I don't understand how they could ever be together. There, there, there is something missing here. But both of those things are fluid. It's not like you, if, you're, if you have a tendency to not open up, you can't learn to open up. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean if you have insecurities, you can't work through your insecurities. It's not like those are permanent fixtures that can't be talked through and worked through if the two people are partnering to do it. I guess, I guess it just, it didn't strike me as very authentic. I mean, I just didn't know. First of all, I didn't, you know, we read the, the one about the baseball player. Yeah. The, um, bromance book club. Yes. Bromance book club. Um, so we read that one, and there was a clear, there was a clear precipitating thing or issue between them. This wasn't clear. It was just like they sort of had grown apart and grown stale, is what I sensed. But don't you think that's more realistic than you haven't had? Let, I haven't actually had an orgasm in three years or whatever, which was the precipitating incident for yeah. romance book club just that, grow apart. Like I suppose that could be real, but then um then the question is if that's true that they just sort of were getting stale, why was there so much emphasis on like maybe this is it for the marriage? Like there was, there were a few mo- There are a few places where they said that. Like, but did they say it out this- loud to each other, or did they no. mostly say it internally? internally. Like your fears. Uh-huh. Like, 
I mean, don't you think fears that you only say to yourself are far more exaggerated often than what you express? Like, it was like they were afraid, and then they weren't talking. Mm-hmm. So it, like, made them feel afraid in their, like, yeah. As a charitable reader, this is what I'd say. I would say that this is unrelatable to me personally, this this couple, like their experience, okay, is unrelatable to me. Best case scenario. Worst case scenario doesn't make sense. <laughs> so I don't that know. That seems much harsher than I read it. Like so, so he. I mean, he stormed off, and she thought her marriage was over when the parents showed up. Do you remember that? Yeah, but then the parents said, like the mom, who fight did- for it, fight right. for him. So it's like. That, like, things aren't always great, even when you have a really great marriage. It doesn't mean that things are always great. So it's unrelatable to me that they would just, I I guess that they would just throw away their marriage, like, because they're feeling like things are But a lot of people do. I know. I mean, think about it. That's unrelatable to me. Right, because we wouldn't. Say that that's what you do if you're. I get a hard time. I get one punch and I'd still be married. You need to stop saying that because that is not true. We have established that there is no chance. One punch, not a repeated offense. Please stop saying that out loud. That's a metaphor for many my, no. many egregious things. No, I could do. Not I could a do metaphor. it once. It's actually an egregious thing. It's not a metaphor for. Yeah, but you said things. I could push you down. I did not say that. Oh my gosh, I did not say that. Um. But a lot of people don't keep don't work through a difficult time. I can't punch a wall. I, okay, I didn't One say you wall. can't punch a wall. I said you can't. Punch you did. That's where you went. You were. Me. You said. You said if I if I punched a hole in a wall, that would be just as bad. I'm sure you could. Pu- no, that's not the same as hitting a person. Punching okay. a wall is not the same as hitting a person. So I can I punch one wall. That's fine. You can punch a wall. You want to punch a wall? It's going to hurt your hand but more than too- it's going to hurt me. But you want to punch a wall? You do you feel know, like you, you don't feel know how hard I can punch? Do you? Oh, uh huh. And then your hand's going to hurt even more. It's so you just you just hurt. think about that. Um, but well, first of all, we're they're only in year five of marriage. Mm-hmm. They have no children. Yeah. Um, we're like we've been married a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, you came in to our relationship pretty good at talking about things pretty willing to like mm-hmm. talk through things what if you but imagine what if i had not that i would have married I did someone think about else that. I but thought like that, what if i had married someone that wasn't i i did think that this such is a good compliment this is like me. a wasp novel where like they just don't talk to each other and then this is what happens and right and so then they totally build in their mind all these feelings yeah. but like you never like sometimes i'm like wow like, look at how many muscles Peter has. Oh, you do? Yes. And like, yeah, look Sometimes at, you think about look that. Look at me. I don't have muscles. <laughs> yeah, I wish you would or start like, being a bodybuilder, I often think. <laughs> look at all the... <laughs> or like, he's so athletic. Or like, you know, you know, you know a lot about a lot of things. And maybe I'm not in- as interesting. I've kind of gotten over that at this point. Oh, you have? I think I'm pretty, I'm interesting enough. Oh, okay. I would like to obviously be, you know, super fascinating, but I think I'm interesting enough. But when we were first together, and even probably, I mean, it's hard to remember now because it's been like years and years. 
I'm sure. I know I would be like, wow, I'm not interesting enough. I don't have anything cool to talk about. What am I going to, you know, he's going to get bored of me. Mm -hmm. But you never had those worries in your mind. You can't relate to that feeling. Like, I thought he was more relatable in that sense. Mm. But I guess you just thought he was pathetic, but I just thought he was relatable in that you don't want to, like, admit your insecurities. Um, No, I, I got plenty of insecurities. Um, I just, you know, the way he acted in response to his insecurities only exacerbated the problem. So to me, it just seemed self-defeating. And I guess people can get in spirals of self-defeating actions. Right, I mean, that I, was I the get. same in the novel last week where she, her insecurities made her do like really mean things that she didn't mean to do or want to do, yeah. but they just happened. I think they wanted to balance the the novel and they didn't do a very good job of it of like he's insecure so let's let's make her like she doesn't want to talk about things. Let's make her that is what I think and not wanting to talk about your sister's wedding and like a conflict you're having with your sister is ridiculous. Well, I did well that's why I said I thought he was more relatable even though I'm the one in our relationship who probably would refrain from talking about something. Um, out external. And then she's like a but voice, voice found- actress, so she's like hiding behind characters or something that says, but then the whole novel is them pretending to be other people. So I, I just, you know, that just struck me. I mean, it was a, I think it was a good idea. I think it didn't go super deep. I think it said, it just decided that they, I, and I wanted something more like substantial to latch onto other than, He's always had self-esteem problems, and it just got bad the fifth year of marriage. I guess that's normal. I guess that could be relatable to some people. Just didn't strike me as, like, super relatable, I I gotta say. Like, I didn't... What it struck me as is it struck me as, like, okay, he's writing it with his own wife, and they both understand that their audience is women, so... Let's make the woman strong and and uh, let's make her the hero and the man is really the main problem. But I didn't read it that way. And then he didn't. I read it them just as didn't both. Seem and in fact, like even from the very beginning, they're like not talking in the car. And she's like, why won't he say anything? He's not saying anything. And then she says, oh, wait, I'm not saying anything either. So I read it that way that it was like literally the two of them because a marriage cannot work without the two people. Yeah. And the two people trying. I did not read but it like, as the man being the, the main problem. You didn't get the problem. sense that she had been, that like she had exacerbated, like it didn't make sense to me that they had gotten married, they had been together for five years, and that like his self-esteem problems had gotten worse. Like why would they even get married in the first place if he was constantly self-loathing and thinking he wasn't worthy? But they also pointed to that a lot of this started... Because they were young and not fully. No, no. I read it, right, it's the timing was when she got in the fight with her sister and didn't tell him. And that is what started her withdrawal, which is what exacerbated his feelings, was that she started to withdraw. That's why he started to get worse. It just struck me as such a ridiculous, I guess that happens. I just, to me, I know you have like, um, difficult relationships with all sorts of people including your own family members and like 
to me, it just doesn't, I don't, like, you are also somebody who doesn't like to talk about stuff. Like, Yeah, you, but I'm a lot better. But you don't like talking about it with even me sometimes. There's plenty of times where you're like, I don't even want to talk about it. Stop it's talking true. about this. It's and it true. doesn't matter. It could be political. It could be emotional. It could be something well, from I don't work. Like it could be something from, yeah. And but that like, doesn't make things But that's better. like what this woman is. And to me, I was like, I don't understand how... Somebody being like that could somehow exacerbate your feelings, your insecurities. Well, he, feelings. from the beginning, thought she was better and more interesting than him and that he didn't deserve her. Yeah, I definitely think that. Like, and, about ma- you. and he was like so afraid to lose her. I think that's what exacerbated his feelings. He was afraid to lose her. Yeah, I guess. Because that was the only thing I, I guess get. That's he, the only, like, thing, that's from the the only thing that I don't. I, I guess that's the main thing I don't relate to. Like, I do think you're better and more interesting than me. Which is not true, but okay. I mean, you are. We're a good compliment for each right. other. I would say neither of us is like. And But I never worry that you're going to leave me. In fact, I think I get one punch and you'd still stay <laughs> with you me. Stop saying that. I'm going to put a limit on You're not allowed to say that. Um, but I would never make you think that you were going to lose me. Like she was kind of more aloof than I am, because while I may not talk about things, I'm not I'm not like aloof as a person, and I'm, you know, I don't know, like aloof? why, you know, like she would not, she was like not sharing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you it is hard. Don't share all the time, but I always share how I feel about you. You know that you're stuck with me. But that's this. This was the the point. Was this was about the sister, like. There's yeah, plenty, that there's plenty was, of like stuff you don't share about your own family. That I mean, that I just was like less compelling to me because I was right. like, why would she not share that? She's already married. Like, I can see if it had happened ten years prior and it was like very painful, mm-hmm. and it was like not a very painful situation. I'm like, oh, she like couldn't get her flight, and they got in a fight. It was like not a very um, dramatic conflict between the two of mm-hmm. them. So it wasn't like it was like this deep, personal, painful. Thing that would have made you erect walls around yourself, in my mind, that was hard to relate to. Like, I would tell you about something like that. Like, my sister got really mad at me because I couldn't make it down to her party or whatever because I had to work. That didn't feel, I mean, again, for some people, I'm sure it's much more significant. That's why, that's why for me, I was like, even for me, that would not be a so that that was what was unrelatable. That's why I was like, to our relationship, I was like waiting for something. Really big to have happened because they started alluding to it early on that like maybe there is a deeper issue. Yeah, I know. I agree. There wasn't a lot of. It just wasn't anything. It was just like he's got poor self esteem and she doesn't share. I mean, that large. And I guess, I guess, in some way, I'm sure when they were writing it, they were thinking, "Oh, well, this is this is more realistic." Instead of having like she hasn't had an orgasm in three years, like bromance. That's book what I club. mean. I mean, this is like, just this everyday is, stuff. This, this is, is just could happen to anybody. Nothing everyday really. stuff. But like, I think it's an accumul- accumulation of stuff, and it can't be these couple of things. Like it's more than. But that. I do think that is very real. This like decision to just stop asking about things. The decision to just like disconnect. The decision to not, to just like go work instead of like having a real conversation, not having time, thinking that you know everything, thinking that you know everything there is to know about your 
spouse and so not being interested in getting I think those things are real. <gasps> that hurts, baby. Well Why no, you know, you every time I I I didn't say it about you. You said that was relatable. No, I said I think it's very real. Yeah. Well, don't you think that's real? No. I'm not saying that it's real for us. Uh huh. But you know as well as I that you could just get really into your Scrabble games and I could get really into Law and Order and we could like easily not talk if we I've been didn't playing like Scrabble commit. for a month, maybe. Well, that's just the current current moment. Or it could have been Catan and um Top Chef. It could have been whatever. Or it could be like me reading a romance novel, you I don't know what you'd be doing. Yeah, exactly. Going to bed early, listening to your podcast. Going to bed early, please. But those are not Every time I go to bed early, early, I'm secretly wishing you would come to bed with me, but you just don't. One of us has to stay up for the kids, see? Mm -hmm. You go to bed, I stay up to make sure the kids go to bed. And so you can miss getting to spend quality time together. I don't think, I mean, that is basically what they come to is that the time they spend together does matter mm-hmm. and that like you should keep talking even five years into marriage. Like that's basically the conclusion they come to, which I do think is very true. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're pretty good about doing that, but I think it can be easy to not do it. Well, I did start a podcast where we see have a cocktail and talk an hour every week about romance. Right. And we so, connect. Really. I mean, just ahead. I'm behind yeah. this, really. You're really. This is just too simple for you, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the issue. You're like too enlightened. <sighs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> so that's why you don't learn anything because you just already <laughs> know these things. Mm-hmm. But I have noticed, and I have no idea if it has anything to do with the podcast. But you've been asking me how my day was much more often since we started the podcast. <laughs> I think you're just attuned to it, that's all. Maybe. I don't think so, though. Well, I don't know. I just, to me, I mean, how romantic did you think this was? Well, I thought the setting sounded amazing. Mm-hmm. And California? That, well, and like the resort where you just get to – and like there's all these activities you can do together and separate and just like enjoy each other and then go have food and like they go stargazing. Didn't that, you do that with like your sister? Yeah, it would be like doing what I did with my sister except with you and that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that one was more like focused on health. Mm-hmm. This one sounded much more like vacation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it sounded that sounded great. Well, they so had I a boxing like, thing and they did yoga, so that that was pretty health. That's true. It was a lot and of like fitness, hikes. and they went on a lot of hikes and things. So it was like very. I just that I love. Maybe we should try couples yoga. What do you think? I just don't want to make you feel bad. That's all. I'm not sure with yoga you would. Any in boxing? <laughs> yes, I would not do that. Yeah, but I mean, but I would do it with you. I've got elite athlete genes. Yeah, maybe, but you are not but, flexible. But, I mean, flexibility. In yoga is necessary. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. somewhat. And I don't forget when you went to bar with me and they told, they complimented your form. So It's true. Yeah, I will not forget that one either. I'd been going for like a year. Mm-hmm. but So I did love that. I love that they were doing all these like fun things together. Yeah. So that was kind of 
romantic. It's not like the book was particularly romantic, but like, cause they were obviously, they were struggling, but mm-hmm. all doing all those fun things together seemed very romantic mm-hmm. and like exciting. And I would like to do that sometime. We, we've got the alligator trail and we've got boats to go on. I mean, we've got a lot. Yeah, but they do. were separate from real life. So they didn't have to like cook meals and do laundry uh, and like work and all that. This was like a week to just be together. So you want one of our parents to come over and take care of the kids and go to an all-inclusive resort. It sounds amazing to me. I know you're like, meh, but it sounds amazing to me. Okay. So, yeah, you can just put that on your list. Okay. Um, so I thought that, and I mean, I don't know. I, there is something romantic about them, like, rediscovering their excitement and their love for each other. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was unromantic in that sense. So you want to do pretend we're somebody else and like go to a resort? No, I'd be home. like him. I'd be too stressed out to be trying to pretend to be somebody You'd else. Be stressed out? Trying to come up with what to say and like worry that I'm not cool enough or funny enough as I'm being this other person. So no, definitely don't want to do that. Ugh. That's a weird thing to worry about. <laughs> It's so funny. Like, I thought he was, like, seemed perfectly, mm. perfectly typical. Mm. Yeah. And you're like, no. But I thought he was, like, very, he struck probably me, very He struck typical. me as a character written by a man whose first revision goes to his wife. That's what he struck me as. Oh, so maybe that's why he seems very real to me, because he seems like, honestly, I'm not that different. Like, as realistic as you can make it. And and sympathetic as you can to make it to a woman. Like you have to, there has to be a problem. There has to be a conflict. Right. There's no novel, right? Right. So the conflict is take it all on himself and really nothing on her. And like, I guess they add for balance, they decided to add this but other I element. Didn't, you to read it. it that way. I didn't think it was his fault. I thought it was their fault. I didn't read it as his fault but that they were so she problems. from the beginning just was not sharing, and this just was the exacerbating. But she wasn't thing. doing anything to make it better. She wasn't like even asking him what was wrong. She was just trying to ignore it to see if it would get better. I mean, I didn't think either of them were more at fault than the other. Mm. I just um, felt like it was about it wasn't very balanced. Like he had the problem. Like, so so she didn't address the problem, but he had the problem. But she had a problem, too. But her problem didn't really show itself until, like, he was. she was in a fight with her sister in the last year of their marriage. I don't know. I think she was not very attuned to what was going on with him. She came off a little bit, like, focused on herself and not, like, thinking about him. And but I'm not sure she was ever aware of that. I don't know. Maybe. But that doesn't feel real either. To me, I I think that it was both of them. I read it as both of them. I was like, both of them have a problem, and they won't talk to each other. And it's very frustrating because if they would just talk, things would be fine. That's how I read it. Hmm. I was like, why can't they just talk to each other? Because it's very annoying. Because if they just talk to each other, they would realize they both love each other. They want to be together. And, like, their problems are not insurmountable. Right. Which is basically where it ended. Yeah. I think the only thing... That I thought was realistic, but they really didn't do much in exploring it was like having more appreciation for the mystery mm-hmm. of the other person. 
the mystery of who that person is, the mystery that it is in everybody. There is a little bit of mystery yeah. in everybody. And they sort of touched on it at a few points, but they didn't really in fact they sort of they sort of smothered it with this idea that like really they just need to get to know each other better and like talk but it I out. mean the basic And I think that's I think that's the opposite of what especially a long term romance looks like. I think a long term romance revels in the mystery. But I, I well I don't know if they reveled, but I thought that was where they got is that they would never know everything. And so there was never an like an end. Like it seemed like they started with this weird idea that they would know they did know everything, or like what there wasn't you're saying anything, is, is but it, that they would always be wanting to get to yeah, know. Yeah, what each you're other. saying is intention with what you had said in the first place, which is if they would just talk to each other, things would smooth out. And what I'm saying is, you know, maybe there are things that just but they were forgetting Aren't. to tell each other that they cared about each other. They were forgetting to talk about what was going on in their lives. That's what I meant. Like, they were, like, both so worried that their marriage was going to fall apart that they weren't even talking to each other. And they were, like, retreating into their own lives. Hmm. I just, that doesn't seem real to me. Oh, I bet it is. I mean. You think so? I bet. Yeah. Hmm. But I think that their point was that it is always there is always mystery and there's always more. Yeah. Actually, I thought that's what they basically said is romance is that continual getting to know, mm-hmm. continual finding out, continual like very long ongoing conversation that that doesn't end. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think I mean maybe they didn't dive into it that deeply. It wasn't like I don't know that it was that deep, but I think that was their Yeah. That was their realization, or his at least. Yeah. Maybe not hers, but his. Mm-hmm. So they did a lot of romantic things, though. They did yoga. They got to go watch the stars together. They went to a wine tasting. Mm-hmm. They went to boxing class together. Mm-hmm. Are those romantic things? Yes. Except for boxing. Well, that would only be because that would be very difficult, but... Um, you know, mm-hmm. like they were doing a lot together, which was nice. So, yeah. and, and when I thought you would like that, he had a little friend and his friend was like trying to get a with a woman and he was a teacher. kindergarten teacher. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, the conflict seemed to be made out of nothing. I, I sort of thought it was ridiculous, which I guess but I'm not think supposed to think a lot of that. conflicts are ridiculous? I guess. But then, I'm not very sympathetic. I wonder if you have to be sympathetic so much as, I mean, you're trying to see what they're going to do. Well, don't you How care? Are they don't you want to care them? about the characters? Well, I wanted them to talk and, like, get through it. Yeah, I just found myself being like, they're so ridiculous. Like, I don't really care. Well, like, I don't you've know. Gotta, I think from you, the outside, you guys have a good life. Like, you're successful enough. I guess she had issues because she wasn't an actress, she was just a voice actress. But, like, success doesn't matter in a re- Like, that's not the I point wouldn't. of in a relationship or, like, 
it's not about having a good life. It's about connecting with the other person. Mm-hmm. And all that other stuff won't matter. Yeah. If you don't connect with the person that you love is how I, I mean, that's how I think about it. And it's about romance. It's not about yeah. the trappings. Maybe this, maybe this would resonate more if like we didn't have kids. I guess you're just like your inner turmoil has a higher is a higher priority to you if you don't have kids like the th- the thoughts and feelings that you have have higher importance if you don't have kids like by the time you have kids it's just like if you're feeling bad just get over it like you got kids to raise well, you know but some people can't so it's yeah, different. I, I get it. Like sometimes you need therapy or whatever to help your give yourself the strategies to mm-hmm. deal with your feelings. But at the same time, it's sort of like uh, a strong incentive to move past yeah. what you're thinking and feeling. So if you're okay. feeling like you're, you know, that's why I joke about the punch. Like, we're pretty pretty attached to each other at this point. We got three kids together. We we're, are. we're trying to raise them. Like, not that I would ever do anything as egregious as punching you, but like I'm glad you finally said that out loud since you decided to share. Well, it I've said it out loud many times, maybe not on the podcast. Right. But like mm-hmm. I've said it a lot. I would never do that. The the idea is that like we're at the point where we're like we just have to be forgiving and we have to give ourselves some grace. And we have to give our partner some grace mm-hmm. because we're doing a hard project, and we just gotta we gotta get those kids raised, get them into college, get them to be productive members of society, you know. And that's hard work, and right. And there's just not time when you're raising a bunch of kids to like really sit and worry about. But how you're it feeling. also is easy to disconnect because of that. Well, there's a danger that you do there that. There is. There's a, da- there's a temptation to do that. Right, because it's just like you have so many things to worry about. Yes, there is a temptation. But I think that's that would be an interesting novel. Maybe that's the one or, that we could write one day. Mm-hmm. I mean, not me. That would be like you think you can deal with whatever I bring. If you had to try to write a novel with me, I don't know if you could deal with such things. It would be like one long fight about you being way ahead of the timeline and me being way behind the timeline. I don't know. I'm good at pushing you out of bed. That's the most true. romantic thing I did was put my feet in the small of your back and kick you out of the bed in the mornings, right? Isn't that what you said? It's true because it's what I needed most at that time. Yeah. And I wouldn't have done it without you doing it. Or some version of that. I can get the... I can set my alarm for 5 a.m. and just <laughs> push you out of her bed. That's pretty easy for me to do. I think the challenge is like usually when they write about marriages where that's what happens is like you have kids and you're just like so caught up in them. It's like usually the emphasis is not on the importance of your relationship and and like going back and, re- and reconnecting. Typically the novels I've read that have that as the start are not romance novels. They're like, they end up wanting to like reconnect with some old flame or like 
what? go have affairs or stuff. And it's not a romance novel where it's like a married couple who what is. What are you talking about? What are you reading? Well, that's modern novels that aren't romance novels. You know, better literature. They're always doing bad things. I've told you. Oh, like. Well, I don't want to like cast up, judgment. Updike, basically. Yeah, but like even newer, you know. Like, updike and the Updike. Uh, but like that. Progeny. If you will. Exactly. They don't want to like say, oh, actually, you can work your way through it and reconnect. They want to <laughs> just say, oh, no, it was, it's bad. Why don't you just go do something else Yeah, to like get some momentary pleasure? And I don't enjoy that at all. Well, of course not. But. So that's why I turn to these. They might be simpler, but uh, mm-hmm. at least they always have love as a possibility. Yeah. I wonder if there's like, you know, I I like the emphasis on the emotional place that people are and like the emotions that they're mm-hmm. feeling. And I think that's really important. And I think we don't, I think there's a way that we do it that overemphasizes emotion, like in a way, like in the, in our modern sentimental society, God is dead. And yeah. now feelings are the highest Right, and just act on Of the highest importance, you know, and I think that's terrible. Um, And so I have no sympathy for people who are like, I feel this way, therefore I must do this thing. Right, right. That's more of like these other novels I'm talking about. That's what they do. But I think there's like so much room to talk about the integration of God's gift of our emotional lives with... Like a higher sense of what our soul is and what our purpose is in life, you know? And Mm -hmm. there's just none of that out there. I mean, not that I've read in literature besides a a few Cormac McCarthy novels here Um, and there. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe you can make a claim. Maybe we will read a Cormac McCarthy novel. I mean, The Road road was great. Okay, but The Road, well, that doesn't fit into our romance novel discussion. I read The Road, and it was good. It was great. It was good. It'll um, be a classic. One. But doesn't Jane Eyre kind of deal with that? Yes, of course. And you love but that. Like, but there's a sense of like true virtue and true vice. Like modern novels, it's like whatever, whatever goes. You know, there I don't is know no, if that's true. There is no virtue, there is no vice. And if there is virtue, it's a real sentimental view of what virtue is. It's just what you feel virtuous is. And not, not what well, not what actual virtue is, which is not necessarily in accordance to what our feelings right, all the time. Right, what we want, what we feel. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's so much room for that. would love to read a novel. You know, I, I mean, Georgie all along, mm-hmm. I mean, you did get a sense that there was like some, some like serious moral resonance to it. Like there was a moral... Mm-hmm ecology to the to the novel like at no point i i don't think anybody i think it'd be very hard for somebody to read it and say i just either i don't like or i don't i don't think these people are good i think i would agree and i know there's a lot of disagreement about what's good and bad but like nobody's gonna read that and be like those characters are bad yeah. Everyone's going to be like, I told, I get it. I get it. With the- mm-hmm. So there's so much room for that. You just don't see that very much. And you don't see it in this. It's just sort of like the feelings are paramount. 
And they're but act- they don't just act they, on, and then they act on it. Well, yes, they do. They, do. they she storms out, and like the marriage. But you know what idea. you just said made me think. But your emotion, like where you are with your emotions, can get in the way of your relationships if you're not careful and you don't become aware of that. Because what? like Say that again. the way you, whatever emotional state you are in, can deeply impact. Of your course, relationship of and like even though we're like why are you feeling so insecure why is why are you that way why are you not doing anything to actively like get what you what like to repair the relationship i mean if he had gotten himself into that state sometimes it can be really hard to get yourself out mm-hmm. and like to make and take another step so I in that, that sense i like that but I, I mean, did you sense that this novel? Well, maybe, really but I mean, approached... it's maybe the start of that. I mean, no, it because didn't they get didn't anywhere. have a real problem. They had pretending, these, like, pretending that you're somebody else is not a solution to low, but they, to serious low self esteem. This guy has self esteem so low that his marriage might fail. Would you agree that that was that that was the stakes that were put out mm-hmm. by the authors of this novel? That the stakes were their marriage was at stake. Yes. Because primarily, now maybe she somehow is not making herself vulnerable enough, which somehow exacerbates this. But I just, first of all, I didn't buy it. Second of all. Or their pathologies are conflicting, not not compatible. And so that's the problem like you started with. Is that Well, no, they are compatible. That's the thing I started thinking about. I was like. Well, if somebody does not share and does not make herself vulnerable and like does not does not put themselves in a position that the other person feels very you can feel more secure in a relationship if you like have some serious like vulnerability with your partner. Like like if you were very vulnerable with me, I would feel like Oh, you know, she's not going to be that vulnerable with anybody else. Right. I'm secure in this relationship. Like, Which is probably why you, you know, me not wanting to talk has not gotten in the way. Because, you know, I'm more willing to share it with you than anyone. Maybe so. Even if I don't share everything or, I mean, at this point, I pretty much share whatever. But in the past, I always was clearly more vulnerable with you than right. anybody. Right. So I, I never worry that right. you're going to be, like, running off with some other guy or something. Right. Um, I think that that, that in that sense, it could make sense. I think on a, like a, on a purely like, let's sketch out the plot of this novel. Mm-hmm. The, the two of them are talking, well, if he, um, has low self-esteem, maybe she exacerbates it by. Right. Well, but, she's like, but then that would, that would be, contr- that would, that would be conflicting pathologies, if you will. So then the question is, like, how do they even get married in the first place right. if he never thought he was worthy of her and she was unwilling to, like, share? I guess that's possible. And the only way I can think is, like, this is, like, a very waspy novel where, like, j- j- they just don't talk and it's very superficial. And then they're five years into a marriage and it's like, holy shit, we haven't had a real conversation. In three years, yeah, or whatever. Right. Um, so Or in... Since before we got married, we have maybe had a real forever. Like forever, the initial conversations are all new, and there's like tons of stuff because you don't even know each other at all. Yeah, you know? and maybe so they were very like young. That's sort of what they said. They were, they were young, very and it was young. fast, and they were just like really 
into each other. Yeah. And there was some talk of like her moving into his apartment and that was like a very seminal moment. Was that right? I think so. Yeah. Early on. And that was supposed to show something that I didn't get. I didn't get it when I read it. I was like, what does that show? What does that show that she moved in so quick and like it was hard for them to like do everything and they she slept on the couch or something and it was his studio before she became a before he became a lawyer he was still studying. Oh yeah because he was studying he was still um studying for the bar. And the only thing I could say was that that was like I could think was the, that must be showing that like they just did it really quick. Mhm. Is that what you got from that? Yeah, and that they didn't know each other that well and it's yeah. okay because in the end they're still meant to be, but like they were like rushed and they didn't they really, really have a really sense of merit. Mates. They were. They were faded mates yep. all along. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to have problems. So that it doesn't mean you're not faded. So that it's just not relatable. That's all. I suppose that's my issue. Like it's not really like us. No. Or like anybody I really know. But you didn't think there was any good idea or interesting moment or anything in the novel? I mean, I thought it was a funny thing to pretend to be someone else, but even that was not like, they sort of like broke character all the time. Well, that's what would happen though, because you actually know each other, so. I don't know. I, you didn't think when his friend David goes out on the dates and then he like loves this girl and he's like changing everything and being like really into what the girl's into and then he comes back from the date and he's like, actually, but then I realized she didn't want to know anything about me. And what I do. Yeah. And so that's like not going to work. That I might have, that might have been like one of the few pink Because that I thought was actually, I mean, that was like one tiny moment, but I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, it's okay that he pretended to be all into that stuff and actually got yeah. interested. And she was fine with that, but then she didn't want to ask him anything yeah. about himself. David's probably the best. That's what I, I thought you would like. David. Yeah, I like, like, so my first pink highlight is. I have to recognize what a good guy he is for rolling with the reveal. I just dropped on him without laughing or judging me, which was the reveal was that like he's actually married to this stranger that he introduced as a stranger. And like, I was like, yeah, okay. I like that. Um, Well, and that he like makes friends with him and he like actually makes a friend. Of course he's six feet, two inches tall. So that's very important. The Graham. Graham is six feet two inches tall. Yes, and 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 when she's listing all the things that are really attractive about him, she says his height. She just says that as like (laughs) one of the things. Um, Oh wait, uh, here it is. I've got it right here. When I met Graham, the first thing I appreciated were his humor, his kind and patient conversational demeanor, his height, and his boyish charm. Again, written for women. I guess it's about the woman's. Well, you don't think men. The woman's pleasure. You don't think men first appreciate certain physical attributes about women? Oh, of course. I just, I just don't want. I don't want you to feel all high and mighty about. (laughs) About women are really about the like more subjective qualities in a man, and not about the physical appearance. (laughs) Like. Every novel we've read, they have been over six feet, and it's been like, in fact, they'll say six two. Like they'll actually say the actual height of the person. Not in all of the novels. And then it will talk about the woman's inner dialogue, saying, "I love his demeanor and all these subjective qualities, and his height." <laughs> That's why I fell in love with him. You know. Um, what's, what's another pink highlight? No, it wasn't her fault, he says, his expression clouding over. 
I think it's just the way I see myself. I say nothing, struggling under the complicated weight of this response. This math problem made of lead. I liked the the math problem made of lead. I just like that figure of speech. Yeah, that, I didn't like it's like very visual. The math problem Whoa. made of lead and like what that means. Like yeah. you're trying I mean, to work that's your way very and you real. just can't. Like, yeah, I like yeah. that figure of speech. There wasn't a ton of that, but that was a good one. Mm-hmm. That was a really good math problem made of lead. I was like, oh, that's. I like it when image. I like when they put two things together that don't really relate at all, but then you totally get it. Yeah, I exactly. Like that, yeah, that idea. So I like when they do. Yeah, that they wrote that. another book that maybe we should have written that read, read that one, the longest draft. And it's about like a writing partnership, um, oh. where they're writing a novel together, hmm. and it's pretty interesting. More of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Here's another pink. I wonder if he knows how perfectly his words strike on exactly what I'm feeling, like a match swiped on a rough surface, hissing into flame. I like that. That was an interesting visual Mm -hmm. thing. Um, So there were a few little moments, at least, because we have read novels where you literally had no turn of phrase highlighted. I might have. I just might have failed to. I'm sure all the novels had something. There was one we read where you specifically said, oh, the Judith McNaught, A Kingdom of Dreams. You're like, she's a good plotter. Like, she has a good story. But, like, the way she writes, I have nothing, like, specifically about how she's writing it. Yeah. It was more about she was able to create a story. There's no need to confirm birth control when he knows I've been on the pill for years. In every other way, though, it's different. Running on the edge of this new... Newness together, hand in hand, chasing this electricity we've learned how to create. Ugh. Was that blue? I threw up in my mouth <laughs> when I read it. It's like, no, it was yellow because I wanted to make sure to read it because I got a ton of blue and I'm not even going to read the blue. Oh, okay. Um, but it's yellow because, like, again, it's it's a theme. Like, you have to bring up birth control. You have to, like, oh. because you're a responsible author and you would... Well, because they would want to pr- promote behavior that okay. would foster STDs among though? the populace. As a responsible author, uh, the as an author okay, who, graduated, who, graduated, who graduated from Harvard okay. and one Who's who graduated from Princeton... We wouldn't want the general population to engage in sexual behavior. No, I'm not done yet. To engage in sexual behaviors that would uh, possibly damage their health. I mean, we need to be responsible authors. Okay, but if you were in a, what this would have been like, somebody that they knew for two days, you would discuss something. Hopefully. I think I'm drunk. (laughs) Maybe you had two Mai Tais instead of one. You know our limit is one drink per day. No more than one. What were you saying? I was saying, like, remember, though, this context is different from every other novel. Literally, they're acting as if they haven't known each other. They don't know each other. They're acting, but they do know each other. But if they hadn't, they would certainly want to have a little brief discussion about what's happening but that's but they wouldn't they wouldn't even think about it you think that they would think about it you think if you and me went to a hotel and acted like different people i would think to myself oh under normal circumstances i would have a discussion (laughs) with you about birth control but because I know that you don't need to have that discussion because we don't <laughs> have to worry about that. Like somehow 
No, the <laughs> authors inserted that in there as part of like their homage to the great socially responsible authors of well, romance novels, which I take issue with because the truth is you don't want to be socially responsible. No, because the sexiest stuff is a little dangerous when it comes oh, to birth control. It. It's that is true. not true. If you can get somebody pregnant, it's sexier. It just is. No. Yes. Not if you don't want to get. Only if you want to get pregnant. Not if you don't want to. It Even if you opposite. don't. If you don't want to, it's sexy. It is definitely it's like, okay. That's a- it's like you know it could happen, but you still do it because it's okay. so good. I'm going to tell you that that's definitely a male perspective on that. It's a woman's perspective. Definitely, women, no chance. Women no. get pregnant all the time and they don't intend to because they lose themselves in the rapture of but the it, experience. But the idea of getting pregnant. Doesn't make it sexier. The I'm not saying it makes you it sexier. Said the it just overrides. It. No. it overrides their the sexiness okay, of the you situation. Are from now on, one drink per <laughs> podcast for sure. If you want to have a second, it has to be after because the risk of it definitely doesn't make it sexier. I'm gonna tell <laughs> You're you. So wrong. As a you, woman, as I a woman who's had three say, kids, you say that you would not say that as. As a, a twenty-three-year-old, I would say a young nubile Ashley Tyson out in the world. Okay, Absolutely, zip it. And I definitely <laughs> would have said that. I would say have said that even zip more it? than I what say am I now. To, what it, what <laughs> oh am I supposed to zip? We might have to cut this sh- this short because <laughs> I think we might be done. Okay, so it we just, disagree. It just says. I'm not saying it's sexy that you could get pregnant. I'm saying the risk everyone believes that the risk is sexy. It's it's a it's a cliche. It's a trope in Seinfeld. George is the dangerous guy. Remember he's the dangerous guy? No. George uh-huh. George uh somebody thinks he's uh Elaine says stay away from George. He's a bad seed to this woman, and the woman likes him. Women like the bad boy. It's true. Okay, I'm going to say women. But the danger, it's the danger. It's not the the pregnant part. It's that, like, despite the danger, they still want to do it. That means that the attraction is so strong that they're willing to. to My mind is, like, totally blown right now. Like, they're, like. I don't even think it's true that when I was interested in getting pregnant, it made it the the risk of it because at that point it wasn't a risk. But like, in no way is the danger or the risk of that making me want to get busy more. Like, definitely not. So not like, saying I, it's, it makes you want to get busy more. What I'm saying, or it makes me enjoy the experience more. In fact, it makes me enjoy it less. It makes it enjo- it, it makes it less enjoyable to have such strong feelings for somebody that you're willing to risk. You have taken risks in the past. And, and I don't want to mention on a podcast okay. where you have taken Cut risks. <laughs> That's what I meant. But you've but taken you risks and you've enjoyed the risks. But they didn't make it better. The, are you kidding? That was you very did. scary. It no, was not scary. No, no. We're scary. done with this conversation, <laughs> but I am telling you, definitely not. Okay, so we can move right on along. To something else, we were looking for David and his date, and you thought you might have highlighted that in your book, Blue. 
Well, I or mean, pink. I highlighted I mean, a lot of blue. Pink is good. No, yes. not we're not looking for blue. We're looking for pink. Yeah, I'm I'm done with pink. I just have a bunch. Oh, of I thought you had one more pink. Where I thought you. I said- thought I would, but I I guess I didn't. Maybe I highlighted in yellow. What what would have I highlighted in pink? What did I? Say? We were talking about where David comes back from his date, and he was like, "Actually, she was fine with me pretending, yeah. but then so she I, didn't I might not have me. highlighted it, but like I definitely did think that that was. I, I thought that was clever and like a good thing to like right. show and. I, we all know somebody who he's like, I've fallen in love 20 times. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's what I thought. Like I thought that. he was like, yeah. he was like a good character. Yeah. But he wasn't like over the top. Like he was a nice guy. At first I thought they were going to make him like one of those like super comedic relief characters, mm-hmm. but he was actually like a super nice guy. And then they got to be friends. And I, I liked that about him. So, yeah. How did you think? That, how, how did you enjoy the intimate scene? I'm not going to even talk about that at this point because your <laughs> lips are loose. <laughs> um, I mean, there were only two, but they were they were interesting. They were unique. We have to admit they were unique. We hadn't. I don't know if they were unique, but we haven't seen what they sh- what they depicted in the first scene. No, I was wondering if we were going to notice that. Oh, I definitely noticed it. <laughs> What did you think of it? I mean, I was surprised about it, but you it's were? not the first time I've ever seen that in a book. Oh, that's so. you've seen a lot of Smith novels. <laughs> Stop in your time. I mean, evidently that's a thing. What's a thing? <laughs> nope, not going. What's a there. thing? You're not going there. No. What do you mean? What's a thing? That's a thing. Like, there for a woman of- to crawl up and just, like... Oh. <laughs> I mean, I assume that's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the first time we've seen that. Mm-hmm. The rest of it was pretty typical. Yes. It was just that one moment where she was like, I want to do something new. What can I do? Yeah. And she got inspired to crawl up on top of him. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what I thought about that. You're really not describing it very well, but... <laughs> We'll let the we'll let the listeners have you know imagine, imagine what, what it might be. be. Well, if yeah. you want to read, do I know you? You can find out. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, any last thoughts on this one? Interesting uh, in a few ways that are novel for us. Um, not super relatable for me, right? Um, if you are super waspy and don't talk about things and like are in a marriage where both partners are super waspy and don't talk about things this is the novel okay so i do have a question then because at first you're like it makes me sad but by the end did you like have a different feeling because you went through the whole book or well yeah because it doesn't seem like that because it made me sad at first because i was like oh god like this she this resonated with her because this is like our marriage and then i was like oh this no, it's at not all at like all. Us. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Like to me, I it was just interesting because they were married, right? So that's why I thought, oh, let's read it because it's at least different. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, okay, that's what I thought from talking today. I didn't get that feeling anymore. Mm-hmm. But okay, all right. So next week, next week, talk about like more racy scenes. But we're gonna mm. read it. <laughs> we're gonna read um, Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. By Sarah McLean. It's part of her Hell's Bells series. Hell's Bells? Ooh. Well, it's women who are like, you know. 
slutty risk takers no <laughs> stop it that is not an appropriate word for women anymore we don't call it's women been, that slut has been in a few romance novels that we've read but it's so demeaning and it's history yeah but so. you can use it you can take it back you can use it in a way that like seizes that word back for positive purposes exactly I'm not slut shaming. I'm the last person to slut shame. Okay, just making sure that that's not what you're doing. No. Um, so heartbreaker. So, but wait, Hell's Bells. What what series is? Why are they Hell's? Because they are taking it, taking it to the patriarchy, trying to destroy the patriarchy, one bad man at a time. No, that's not what they say, but that's what I just made up. Oh, so it's so like they're a girl destroying gang. men. It's a girl gang, but they're like only bad like a real, men. Like a real gang. Like not like a like a street gang. Not like beat people up to come into the game, blood in. But blood they out, might set off game. a bomb if necessary to save a woman from a bad man. Really? Yeah, but it's historical, so it's like oh, interesting because like when oh, the patriarchy so it was, was like super. Strong, it was when like, they didn't like have a vote. Exactly, stuff. and no power at all, and like we're trapped in marriage oh, and could be treated anyway. So she was like a very feminist take on historical. Oh. She uses. Historical it's romance. It's a fun concept. That's why I chose it because I think it's a fun story. Again, so wait, her wait, books when are is very set? Racy. What year? Oh gosh, now you're quizzing me. Like eighteen hundreds. Like oh wow. Yeah. So she's like That's rewriting. A so fun idea. I love that idea. I love your enthusiasm when you've had two drinks. <laughs> but that's why I chose it because I thought it's fun. It's kind of interesting. Like she's trying to like again. She's right. Right, rewriting historical romance with a feminist perspective. Mm. And I know you hate historical romance where the women are just forced into things. So it's like the opposite of that. Well, I like it better than some of the modern stuff we read. But yes, okay. Well, she would say that historical romance authors have much more freedom. And they can be do much more interesting things than contemporary. This sometimes. writer would? Mm-hmm. What's her name? Sarah McLean. She hosts McLean. Faded Mates. The most popular romance novel podcast. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So next week. Next week.